podcast with Infinity Real Estate Services. True stories from Bakersfield's business owners and entrepreneurs. We have sold over 50,000 homes in the Kern County area and we are still going. Delete your limiting beliefs. If you have a dream, turn it into a goal. Only massive, inspired action will get you to where you want to be. If you're starting a business or looking to grow one, you're in the right spot. Welcome to the Be Better Experience. What's up, everybody? It's Lee Bears here with the Be Better Podcast and Infinity Real Estate Services, and we're coming to you live from the downtown location here at 2611 F Street. And um, I, you know, for anybody out there that's watching this uh, Be Better Podcast, I just want to thank you for joining us, number one. And, you know, the intention behind this podcast is really to dive deeper into how to be better in all aspects of your life, whether it be physical, whether it be your family, whether it be mental, um, you know, business-wise, uh, anything in life where we want to improve. And so it's really important for us to get that word out on how just to be better in all areas of our life. Uh, today, guys, is a special episode, and I'm excited to uh, introduce our guest, Johnny Garza, to uh, to the podcast. Welcome, Johnny. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Hello. Yep. Johnny uh, uh, has been with me for, what, about three years we've been working together, yeah, maybe, right? Yeah, going on three years. Okay. Cool. So yeah, uh, he, he trusted me with his business. He decided to jump on board. Uh, Johnny currently uh, is the CEO of the Garza Real Estate Group here in uh, Bakersfield. He's got a small team. And today's topic, guys, if you're in the real estate industry or, if, or even if you're in other industries of your life uh, as an entrepreneur, you know, uh, at some point in your life, you also have to expand and grow and develop to become bigger and better. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I thought it was really appropriate for me to bring Johnny on uh, today. And thank you again, Johnny, for coming on. So You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Lee. Thank you. Yeah. So with that being said, um, you know, Johnny, uh, let's get started. OK, so like, right for instance, three years ago, um, you were working at a different brokerage. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure if you're getting the results that you were looking for. But I'm, I'm assuming that you weren't. Otherwise, you wouldn't have left. So Correct. tell me about that three years ago. Where were you? Well, three years ago, at, like you mentioned, I was at another local uh, real estate agency. It was actually the second one uh, that I, I uh, went to. I had initially started at, at um, uh, well, no longer in, in, in business one. But mm -hmm. the main thing is I got the same out of the first and the second, which is not much assistance, not much help, not much guidance, not much mentoring. Uh, I was feeling almost like I was a guy in a raft in the middle of the ocean with no oars. Wow. Okay. That's how I felt. And it, but I didn't know any better. So I almost thought this was the normal because I had received my real estate license not too many months before that. Mm -hmm. So um, that was my experience. I, I would try to connect with my broker. I actually never, ever met my broker uh, from the last agency I was with before I got here, uh, my contact with them was always by the phone. And actually I would say by text, because every time I would call, he would never actually pick up the phone. Well, you probably didn't know who was calling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, man, it doesn't even know what I'm going to ask. So anyways, sure. uh, that was my experience. So I had no fulfillment. I actually, I, you know, I thought real estate was going to be fun. 
Uh, but I didn't really enjoy it. Even when I had a transaction or a deal, I was nervous. I was stressed out because I didn't know what I was doing. And when I tried to get some help, I never really got it. So yeah, as it turns out, another colleague in the industry asked if I wanted to go lunch, met him. And in that uh, little lunch that we had, he mentioned you and uh, Infinity mm -hmm. and the culture, and mm -hmm. it really intrigued me. So one thing led to another, and that's what brought me here. Very interesting. That's awesome. So, you know, Johnny, it's it's funny that you brought that up, but, you know, not not me, not having the access to support or the access to a mentor or access to a broker, that's really important, especially for somebody that's newer in the business, right? Yes. Because I mean, like you said, I mean, you're, you're in a life raft without an oar, just hoping and praying and wishing and thinking and wondering if this thing's all going to work out, right? Right. Without any direction whatsoever. And so I, I can tell you from my own experience too, I was in the same, in your same shoes when I first started. Um, I remember, um, you know, once I decided to join my first brokerage ever, um, <clears throat> I, I signed the paperwork with my broker to get started, uh, to hang my license at the office. And I remember him walking me over to a cubicle and basically he goes, here's your desk. That's your phone. Go get him, Tiger. Mm -hmm. And he walked off. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, what, what does he want me to do? And, and so he didn't really provide much guidance. And so I would ask other people, you know, well, what do you do? And they didn't want to share their quote unquote secrets with me. Right? Exactly. And there are no secrets in this business, right? Exactly. Um, and so, you know, for a long time, I, I understand what you're talking about because um, for a long time myself, I was uh, just you know, fishing with no bait. I had no idea what I was doing. And, and luckily, you know, I, I, I got my hands on a few good people that are, that were high in production at the time. And, and they mentored me a little bit and taught me what I should and shouldn't do. Um, I also noticed that the, the, the higher producers all had private offices and their doors were always shut and they would never even spend a minute telling you what to do or how right. to do it because they were fearful that you were going to maybe take a deal from them mm -hmm. or whatever, or, you know, they don't want to share their secrets. And we know for a fact, guys, if you're in real estate, there aren't any secrets. I mean, all you got, all you have to do is replicate somebody else's activities and you're going to get the same results. Would, yeah. would you agree? Oh, a hundred percent. And just to piggyback a little bit about, you know, what you said, I think as a new agent, you really just don't know better. You almost start to believe that this is the norm, right? Mm. The, the, the lack of leadership or, or mentorship, I should say, the lack of direction, the lack of assistance and help and guidance, because you don't know any better. And it's a little bit discouraging. I think that's a little bit about why a lot of folks who get started in the real estate business soon after get back out because they have such a bad experience getting started. Mm -hmm. And I now that I've been in it for a minute, um, I come to find out that it's not necessarily uh, uh, a tough business, but you just got to connect with the right people yeah. and, or the right brokerage, For sure. uh, the right mm -hmm. circle of folks in mm -hmm. the industry that are open to mentor, to teach, to build. And they're out there. I mean, I found mine yeah. with your mm -hmm. agency, with you, Lee, mm -hmm. and that has helped me immensely in my growth. Yeah, man. I, and I've seen it firsthand. So I, I can, 
I can stand by you on that one. You know, Johnny Garza, when he first joined my company, how many deals did you close the previous year, if you don't mind me asking? I think uh, coming to you uh, that year, uh, leading up to when I joined Infinity, I think I might have had four or five transactions. Four or five transactions. Okay, good. So that's better than most. Uh, You know, and going back to what you were saying earlier, the average shelf life, according to the National Association of Realtors, is 12 to 18 months for a real estate agent. So as a... You know, as an average agent in the marketplace in the United States, there's 1.8 million real estate agents in uh, in real estate in the United States. But the average shelf life, they, they get into the business and they're either out of the business or checking out of the business within mm-hmm. 12 to 18 months because they just didn't have that simple. They had a lack of guidance. You know, mm-hmm. they, they just simply didn't have enough support to get them to one deal or two deals or three deals, right. you know? So you did four or five the, the, the year that you came on board and mind you guys, uh, just, just, uh, as a, uh, you know, a cliff note, this, this podcast, we're talking about team building guys, right? So Johnny, uh, now has a team, uh, with four, uh, great real estate agents that are, that are, that are, are they, he, he mentors and he works with and, um, and they're extremely happy working for Johnny. So he's doing something right. And mind you, the best news is that his wife is his executive assistant. And <laughs> yes. if you want to talk about having some accountability in your life, that's the way to go. I know when I, when I uh, was married, I had my wife at the time um, became my executive assistant. Yes. And that was actually an, an extremely good hire yes. because there's nobody else that wants it more than she does. Exactly. Right. And Sonia, exactly. your wife, um, you know, she's extremely supportive yes. and she's not going to let you slide. Correct. Correct. She's my biggest uh, fan. She's my biggest supporter. Like you said, she's smart. Mm-hmm. She knows uh, how, to, how to handle the, the, the daily grind of real estate because guess what? She actually got her license many years before me. That's right. That's yeah, right. So she's, that. she's a licensed real estate agent herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, you know, what better to have as a partner than, than one of your best friends? You know, she is my, my BFF, as they say. Uh, and we, we click pretty good. And she, like I said, she's my biggest supporter mm-hmm. and she knows, and not only that, she knows me inside and out. So she knows my expectations. She knows my likes, my dislikes, and she knows how I like to have my, my, my affairs in order in my business. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. And okay. So let's, let's rewind just a little bit here. Um, okay. So you're a single agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when did you start the, uh, Garza Realty Group? Uh, August 1st of 2023, just last year, we're just a up and coming new we're, little team. So we're about five months, six months into the business Correct. as a team. Okay, good. And so um, rewinding, you closed four or five transactions at your previous brokerage, came to Infinity. What happened the following year? The following year, uh, now with Infinity, I closed uh, 18 deals. 18 years, second year, or... This my yeah, first I guess you could say year. my first full year with Infinity. Wow. Okay. So that so you you grew four times the amount or more. Right. Okay. And then so you close eighteen. What about your the next year after that? The next year after that, I uh, oh and by the way, I'm kind of proud of it. I know uh, it's tooting your own horn, but I think acknowledgments uh, when someone does great is is a very positive thing. So that first year when I got. My 18 transactions, I got rookie of the year. Yes, <laughs> from Infinity. that's right. So yes. I thought that was pretty cool. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah it feels yeah. good to be recognized. And, you know, certainly I had uh, my own um, uh, satisfaction that I did well, but it was good to be recognized that way. Now, my second full year with Infinity, I wound up getting top producer. 
Bingo. for Infinity, and I closed, I think it was like 34, 35 transactions. Okay, so you close. hold on, stop right there. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, okay? So he came on board, and mind you, you know, as, as Johnny's broker or, you know, coach, mentor, whatever you want to call me, I've got the easy part. You know, he comes to me with questions. He comes to me looking for answers. I give him the best advice that I can, but he had the hard part. He actually had to implement the, the advice or, you know, you had to... Uh, break through some barriers, some uncomfortable situations, yeah. and so on and so forth, and you did well. So, uh, you know, just listen to that, okay? So the first year he did four. Next year he did 18. The next year he did 34, okay? So there's something going on in Johnny's life that is working, right? Yeah. So then uh, I think that me and Johnny, before he even started a team, we started talking about the, the appropriate way or right. The, the, the right way to build a team, right? right? And I remember... Um, because, I mean, I, I'm sure that you, you, you would agree with this, but there's a lot of agents or team leaders or brokers, once they sell a dozen houses, they feel that they're adequate. They have to build a huge team. Right. I, would you agree with that? I, I agree. There's that group out there, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, that group, I'm sorry, that th those type of agents uh, are either lacking energy to do more for themselves right. or it's an ego-based situation where right. they feel like, you know, egocentric knowing that they look at me, I sold 12 houses last year, I'm going to build a big bad team and that's not the appropriate way to go. Correct. Right. And so I think that you and I, when we sat down, I know that when I started building a team, the number, the magic number was 35 to 40 transactions till I start the hiring process of building a team. And I think that you did the exact same thing. Very much so. Right? And, and so then you, you decided to hire um, uh, with three agents in the beginning. Right. Right? And Sonia, your, your, your wife, executive assistant, your boss. <laughs> right? Um, right. Not only with, here, but at home. <laughs> right. Yeah. She just carries the whip around yeah. everywhere she goes. Um, yeah. So, so then she, uh, she jumped on board and now you're, now it's you and four other agents mm -hmm. and your production goal this year personally is going to be 40 transactions. Correct. And I think that we're on point if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Yes. Just started the year, but definitely on point. Good, good. That's, that makes me very excited, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, if I got have a long sleeve shirt on here, <laughs> but still I, I've got a lot of chills going on here just because of that. Thank but you, with that being said, Johnny, so we have, uh, we have 40 for you. What, what is your team expected to do for the year? You know, they all have each other's goals, of course, as a team lead and as a team, we discuss them often and mm -hmm. we always revisit those goals to make sure we're tracking and they're tracking. See, we need to make adjustments. Uh, but in the end, I think on, on the average, each team member wants to at least hit 15 to 20 transactions uh, in, in 2024. Now, mind you, I just started the team um, six months ago sure. towards mm -hmm. the latter half of last year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm, yes, I could have focused my recruitment efforts on getting uh, agents that were well underway of production uh, experience, but I'm very much attracted to and I gravitate towards agents who have a need and a desire to learn and also grow. Uh, it comes natural to me to be uh, to want to help those folks, mm -hmm. and so my team is uh, relatively new themselves in the industry. And again, like me, when I came to you, they themselves had maybe four, five, six transactions in the year prior. So to get fifteen or twenty transactions 
with their first year with the team would be an amazing accomplishment for them. And I know it would just be a building block from there on out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look at you're six months into the business as a team lead or as a team. And, um, I mean, if you really think about it, you know, in a nutshell, I mean, you guys are way ahead of the game right now, Yes. you know, and, and I understand what you're talking about too, Johnny, having, uh, newer agents on your team versus more seasoned agents because seasoned agents are kind of stuck in their ways and there's no, Correct. you can't really do a grooming process with them. Correct. Right. And I think that your team has a specific culture and you don't want to just bring anybody into the team. But when you have a newer agent, then they're more open to the grooming process and, you know, uh, uh, being that person that you expect them to be. Correct. Right. So uh, tell me a little bit about this. Okay. So now that we have a team and we, we built it the right way, right, as a team lead, it's your responsibility to always take listings, always create the inventory. Correct. And as of yesterday you've already taken three listings and we're in the first week of february so congratulations right. thank you so that means that you're on track to hit 36 listings this year uh, or more and so as a team lead right because I, I can tell you what the the proof is in the pudding your activities are is a direct correlation of your production and the people that choose to stay with you a lot of team leaders what they do as well which I don't agree with, is they don't take any listings. Mm -hmm. There's agents within their own team that take more listings than they do. And you have to understand the dynamics behind that because those people are probably thinking to themselves, well, shit, if he's not doing anything, why am I here? Correct. So tell me more about that. Like, What, what gives you the audacity to go off and take three listings a month as a team lead? Well, number one, um, as a team lead, you have to lead by example. Mm -hmm. Any great leader, it's one of the traits of being a great leader is you lead by example. And in this business, once you really start getting into the nooks and cranny of knowing how this business works, it's all about listings. Okay. Like the saying goes in this business, you know, the little cliches or the little sayings, uh, you have to list to exist. Yes. Right. Yes. And those who control the inventory. Those the who market. have the listings control the market, control the buyers. Mm. You have listings, naturally buyers are going to be calling you about your listings. So mm. you wind up building business that way. So that's what I focus on. It's about structure. It's about having a routine. It's about daily dedication to those things that get you more listings, which is prospecting mm -hmm. every single day. Uh, showing your team that you yourself is are, are doing it so and then they see your results sure then right. they get excited and they want to mm -hmm. part they want to be part of that they want to get the same kind of results mm. so part of being a team is for us all of us to be like-minded individuals with similar goals of growth and and prosperity and and success uh, self-accomplishments and team accomplishments and that's what drives us so uh, in a nutshell that's what is is kind of the the foundation of of our team sure starting from there you guys are very structured i noticed too we are um it seems like you guys are always here at the office by 8 30 or so yeah um you guys constantly are having meetings and putting your heads together i guess this is kind of a crucial time to be having a lot of meetings because we're still trying to iron, iron out the details i think right yeah we are we're yeah. fi finding our place but you know it helped that 
before I got into real estate, this is my second career. Hmm. You know, before before that, I was uh, in public service for 25 years. And 20 of those 25 years, I was in a position of supervision or management. I guess you say leadership. Mm -hmm. uh, so I basically was groomed and conditioned and structured and my whole mindset shifted to, I mean, imagine having something basically uh, pounded into you for 20 years as far as being a leader, uh, being a mentor, being a, a, uh, uh, a person who guides individuals and builds individuals. So when I came into this business, when I started my second career, um, again, I already had those traits. I already had those habits. I already had those those um uh, fundamentals that i that fit well in in starting my team which is really crucial guys i mean you know because like correction officers people that are in the military um anybody that is a very structured human being where they're basically forced to have discipline those are the best real estate agents i, th I believe you know it's not the the shoe salesman it's not the um you know, it's not the girl at McDonald's. It's not, you know, that, that's great. No offense to anybody, but, but uh, just based off my own experience, it's always the people that are in law enforcement. It's always the people that are in the military. It's always the people that are professional athletes. Yeah. Right. Um, because again, they all have, they have a disciplinary type role yes. that they have to play out. And you're setting that example for your team which creates a trend, right? Correct. They, they know if Johnny shows up, well, shit, I got to show up too. Right. Right. Um, so tell me more about this. Okay. So, so you have four agents, mm -hmm. including your, uh, your boss and, um, you know, obviously there's different personalities. Very much so that, and that, that's another, that's another quality that makes a good, a good team lead, a good leader is being able to manage the different personalities in the office mm -hmm. on the team. Uh, you have to be able to recognize and adjust and accept the different personalities that you're going to be dealing with because, uh, you know, that's important. There has to be an acknowledgement and a recognition, and, and you have to adapt to that. Uh, ultimately, in the end, like I said, I did it for two decades and then some. So, again, that comes very easy for me. Mm -hmm. um, being a leader... There's a saying that says being a leader, um, well, it goes like this. It's, it's easy to lead people. It's much harder to teach people how to be leaders. Hmm. And I like to think that I'm not just leading people. I like to think that I'm building my team, my team members to one day be leaders themselves, yes. which is a lot harder than to lead people. I, and that's just not, yeah, it'd be great if one day they can feel confident and, and be experienced enough to maybe get their own team, mm -hmm. but not just having their own team. They can be leaders in their own industry or their own life and their own life. Right. Yeah. Uh, they can, uh, be leaders in reaching goals that they set for themselves. I mean, there's so many aspects to, uh, being a great leader. It just doesn't entail leading people, mm -hmm. but definitely there's a lot of work that goes into building leaders. And that's what I like to do. That's what I focus my, my time on. Um, I get great joy in seeing people grow mm -hmm. and evolve mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to see them even do better than me. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's the best satisfaction that I've had in my life when I've mentored folks and I see them 
go beyond my expectations, their own expectations, and to know that you had a little bit of a little part in that, right? Isn't that? I mean, don't you see the joy in that? Where one thousand percent, Johnny. I mean, Johnny, listen. That was the whole reason I got into having a team in the first place because I, I there was so much excitement yeah. when you know, for instance, I I remember an agent that came to me. He sold two houses. And his broker says, you're better off going back to Denny's, busting tables, because you're never going to make it in this business. Wow. Yeah. It, cool. Bold statement, right, from your broker, the guy that, you know, was supposed to help you out. Um, anyways, uh, he came to me, and he says, do you think I can actually do this? And I said, uh, yeah, 100%. What makes you think you can't? Well, my broker told me this. And I said, well, don't listen to that, okay? Right. Um, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, weeks into being on the team, something clicked. I can, you can almost see it, right? Where you're like, oh shit, he's getting it. it. There's something that hit him in the head, right? And then all of a sudden, boom, boom. And he ended up, I think the first year with me, he just, I think he sold 10 or 12. The next year, I think he sold 22, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. The next year, I think he sold 32. Pretty and amazing. then he took off and uh, started in, in, in a different field of real estate, but then came back. And as of today, um, I believe he's on track to hit roughly close to a million dollars in GCI. That's awesome. I mean, yes. that's an amazing, true success story there. 100%. And that right there is all I care about. You know, it's not the money as a leader. Correct. Right? It's always about money is the byproduct of you helping others turn into leaders, right? Correct. And I'm with you on that, right? So, for instance, some teams out there, Johnny, I don't know if you've ever witnessed this before, but I have is that some team leaders will not allow their agents to take listings. I, 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 was, I was recruited to one of these type of uh, uh, companies, and I was like, no, no, no thank you. No, yeah, I do I, all the work. You get all yeah. the credit. Before I came here, I actually went to, to uh, another agency that was trying to recruit me, yeah. and that was their pitch. That was their, their, their system. Yeah. They only do, you can only do buyers and all the listings went to the broker and even, and I even asked, well, how about your own family member? Nope. Broker. Yeah. I'm like, okay, thank you. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your grandma wants to sell her house. I can't talk to you, grandma. I'm a buyer's agent. So in right? essence, all, they just had a robo call factory of, of agents sure. making phone calls yep. and taking buyers around. That's it. There yep. was really no skill set being passed on or growth being uh, right. given to these agents. And, 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 you know, you teach your agents, the ones that you Correct. work with, you teach them how to take listings. Yes. And you want them to get the credit for that listing because it Correct. makes them feel good. Yes. And you want them to be able to taste because you want, like you said in the beginning, you have to list to exist and you want them to exist. Yes. And the only way to keep them around happy and more importantly, excited is teaching them how to take listings, right? Because right. then all of a sudden, like you mentioned as well, you, now you have control of your life. You have control of the, of the market. You have buyers are a byproduct of just taking listings, right? Correct. And um, and I think that's great. You know, like like when I, I mean, that was my full intention. I'm never ever going to take credit for your work. You know what I mean? And so and I wanted every single agent on my team to learn how to take listings, right? But the majority of the industry, Johnny typically doesn't know how to take listings correct so what do they do they work with a lot of buyers correct and then they don't control anything in their life and so i think it's really important i'm, I'm really proud of you for doing that and anybody else that's watching this podcast or listening to this podcast i think it's important as a team leader if you're not already doing it 
is to expose the people that you are leading Correct. to uh, bigger and better things in this business. Because, yes. you know, when you take listings, as everyone knows out there, that's when, that's when the real fun begins in this business, when you yes. become a great listing machine. You know what I mean? Um, so with that being said, uh, what's, your, what's, your niche, what's your niche market for yourself? My niche market, I mean, I like uh, heavy focus on for sub by owners. Okay. Uh, they're, they're a great bunch of folks. Mm -hmm. Uh, some are kind of intimidated and I'm, I always, uh, practice with my team and breaking that wall that they have and, and connecting with for sub owners. Cause they can be a little abrasive sure. when you connect with them. Obviously they, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. They decided to go at it alone cause they don't want to deal with an agent. But right. the fact is they have a need They had a motivation to be listing their house to sell. So you just gotta be patient. Yes. Uh, but that's the, uh, be patient. Cause in the end, I think it's 95% of all transactions are done with an agent. 5% mm -hmm, mm -hmm. of those folks try to do it their own and probably even less than that wind up doing it at their own because they wind up realizing it wasn't a great idea and they wind up getting an agent. So yes. eventually they're mm -hmm. going to have a change of heart. For those who don't and actually succeed in getting their home sold for self owner, hats off to them. But that's one of my, one of my uh, um, uh, groups that I focus on love expired same thing mm -hmm. obviously something happened in that transaction that they weren't able to get their house sold many times it was just the property was overpriced but it could be other things but they the the main thing is the seller already had motivation otherwise they never would have had their house up for sale so that's another group that's is is already some of the work's already done for you when you connect with they've them. already signed a contract before and they've already and they'd made a decision to sell before so there was a motivation there right if it still exists you could potentially get that listing that's the way to look at it no 100 yeah. and you know most agents out there that are listening to this call refuse to talk to for sale by owners and because they're fearful that they're going to be rude and yes. loud and, and they are sometimes and but, they are right but, <laughs> but you learn how to talk to them and you learn mm -hmm. your your approach and you learn certain skills and techniques and it's all about not necessarily what you say but how you say it mm. and you can build at least a rapport that it's something you can come back to i don't approach it really where I'm going to pound it in their head for them to try to list with me today. Why right. would I try to convince somebody to list with me today when they already have it in their head? They weren't going to use an agent. But I plant the seed that if in the chance you can't get it sold, I think you can. But let's say you can't. Are you going to rent the property? Are you going to stay with the property? Well, no, that's, I'm trying to sell it. Well, then great. Would you at least be open to having a conversation later hmm. for us to go ahead and possibly help you with that? And that seems to help lessen that that uh conversation from sure. it being a, an adversarial one to a more open one and then you just follow up yeah it's a follow game with four sell by owners right definitely yeah so i, I know with four sell by owners i mean like you said they're if you call for sell by owner 99.9 percent .9 of the time they're not going to even invite you to their home correct and it's just a conversation right johnny conversation. that's all it is you're not trying to take the listing you're not trying to what you're more or less acting out of uh out of a uh, uh just being an act of service to other people, a resource, right? a resource to other people. Yeah. You're, you're offering what, you know, what you can do to help them go for sell by owner, perhaps even sell on their own. Yes. That's but, the key. At, but at, like you said, it's the follow-up game yes. and basically they only last for so long on the market themselves till they finally give up. But the person that they're going to call is the one that was providing the most service and the one that was not hard and heavy on taking a listing, but being there, Amen. If they need them. That's the key. That's the key right there. So just be patient. You already know the, the, the likely outcome of a for sale by owner trying to sell the property. You know this. The yeah. stats are not in their favor that it's going to happen uh, you know, smoothly. 
And so you just got to be patient, establish a rapport, and don't sound like every other hundred agents that are calling them trying to, why, why don't you list with me today? Oh, that's not going to happen. No, no, no. If you can set yourself apart, you, you, you have a pretty good chance. So yeah, that's one of the niches that I have. And then yeah. expires, of course. And then, you know, general prospecting. Yeah, you're going to have to make, you know, a hundred calls in a week to maybe get two listings or three listings. But if you're helping three people from those hundred calls, then you've done your job because there are folks every day that are thinking about selling their home, uh, thinking about buying a home. And that's such a big, important endeavor. It's one of the biggest, most important, most expensive things they're ever going to do in their lives. Uh, I don't take it for granted. And I, then those are the folks that I try to connect with. That's awesome, Johnny. You know, and, and like you said, also it's, you know, it's the, one of the, if not the most expensive asset that they're ever going to sell. Right. And so why would you do it yourself? Right. So for instance, you know, I, I don't cut my own hair. I can, right? But I don't do it. I pay thirty bucks a haircut. Um, I'd love I, to see you do that. I, see how that looks. No, 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 you won't. <laughs> hey, but listen, I've never changed my own transmission either. Exactly. Because I don't know how to do it, and I'd rather pay somebody to do it. So I think it's important for anybody out there that's thinking about going for sub owner to call Johnny Garza immediately before you take yeah. that jump. Um, okay, so let's wrap it up. But with that being said, Johnny, uh, anybody out there, okay, so if there's anybody out there listening to this conversation and they're thinking about building a team, give them two or three tips on what you would recommend. Perhaps maybe it's from your own trials and errors, um, but maybe give them some two or three uh, you know, items of advice before they yeah. decide to, to start going yeah. forward. Yeah. I'm going to kind of give that a twofold type of response. First and foremost, mm -hmm. for those agents who find themselves out there, like I found myself out there, kind of like you said, in a boat with no oars. I mm -hmm. use that mm -hmm. uh, analogy. And you even shared your experiences when you started out finding that same kind of uh, finding yourself in the same place. I believe mo the majority of agents starting off, that's where they're going to find themselves. So mm -hmm. advice to those agents, don't lose hope. Don't get discouraged. The key, I'm telling you right now, it's not a secret. Find a mentor. You don't have to join a team, but you do have to probably find someone that is willing to spend some time with you and teach you the fundamentals of real estate. Because, again, there's no secrets in real estate. It's just getting the fundamentals down. Because after that, it's the same thing. Everyone, to include the multi-million dollar listers and multi-million dollar successful agents, are doing the same things yes. that I'm doing today. It's the same fundamentals. Uh, so that's what they need to do. As far as for those who are thinking about creating a team, uh, definitely have to have a heart for it because you said it's not about the money. Mm -hmm. Certainly, yes, uh, you know, it's part of my growth. Sure. You know, um, I'm creating a team with the hope uh, that not only do I inspire and build and grow my team members, mm -hmm. but with their success, I'm going to have success yes. to include financially. Yep. Uh, so, so that's factored in there, but it's a second, third degree thing down the down the down the list yeah, uh, yeah first and foremost you have to have a passion and a heart to lead people what does that passion look like you have to enjoy um some of the challenges mm -hmm. of of uh, and patience uh you have to have patience with people you have to enjoy teaching others you have to have uh a a uh, niche for being able to problem solve because mm -hmm. all the problems are going to come to you as a team lead that's right every mm -hmm. single problem is going to come to you as yep. a team lead mm -hmm. you're going to get calls from the early morning to the late at nights you're going to 
have to help them through some of the tough deals that happen every single day. Not every deal. Most deals don't go down without a hitch. You know, th sure. that's the truth. Yeah. But so you have to, number one, be in the right mindset. Do you think humility has anything to do with that? Oh, definitely. You have to have yeah. humility. Uh, that's one of the big ones, too. I mean, there mm -hmm. is so many different aspects. In fact, it, it could be somewhat probably... Uh, uh, definitely worth the second thought if you want to definitely create a team. But yeah. for those who have the mindset, they have the skills, they have the traits, then it can be something very fulfilling and very rewarding. Um, have your, your uh, business plan in order mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How, where where's your team going to be where's how, what's your office going to look like how, what furnishing furnishings do you need what supplies do you need what are you going to provide get your not only your business plan chart out a agent agreement what is that agreement going to look like what are your expectations from your team members and what team what are the expectations that your team members are going to have from you? Mm. It's mutual. Mm -hmm. It has to work out for both. So this is gold nuggets right here. Okay. This, so what are you offering and what can I offer you? Mm -hmm. Or what am I going to offer you? That needs to be charted out. Yeah. Uh, you have to have some charisma and, and a, 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 you have to project the likability where folks trust you and want to, and want to be part of your team, want to follow you to be led is basically you're giving that person a signal that you trust them and there's something about you that would make me want to follow you. Mm, you mm. have to have that. It, it, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't have joined your, your team leave. You didn't have something about you when I met you mm. um, that, that uh, made me feel you wouldn't be able to help me and you did give me that. When we met, the way you presented yourself, the way you presented your brokerage. I was in... Uh, sweatpants and you tennis did, shoes the day, you, but it's not what you said. It was how you said it, man. Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. and it was the culture and it was true. You know, that's why I put my faith in you that I was making the right call yeah. and that you would help me build my business and build myself. And you did. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's the same thing. So someone's wanting to start a team should also be planning that way as well to be able to be that person when they sit down with that individual. Why would they want to follow you? So you should have that charted out too mm -hmm. um and then just be prepared for the longer and harder days because as a solo agent you only have yourself to worry about as a team lead you are carrying the responsibility that these agents are going to be looking for you for guidance and help at at any time and any day and they have families as well and they got you're, families. you're responsible for too i mean in the end they're counting on you and that's mm -hmm. a big responsibility to take on mm -hmm. so if you're not ready to take on those things and own it then don't 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 get a team just because you want to be like you said an ego trip yeah I, i'm a team lead yeah you basically be you have to be ready to give what 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 your team expects and mm -hmm. that's a lot they yeah. do expect a lot yeah 100 percent. especially you know with newer agents i mean they have a lot of questions they have a lot yes. of um you know a lot of issues that they're dealing with which most of them aren't really issues they're just like oh my god i don't know how to open up a lockbox what do i do they just don't know. calm down calm down <laughs> but even those moments are fulfilling because you're teaching them something that yes. it might have been so layman or so uh, uh remedial mm -hmm. but you just help them get one step further ahead yeah yeah they'll forever now know how to open a lockbox yes yes check one off the list right. <laughs> the uh I, uh, I, something that came to mind, uh, real quick is that, um, you have to give to get right. So if you want freedom, you have to give, if you want finances, you have to give first. Yes. You know, you, you, you cannot, 
get until you start giving first, you know? And I think that's a biblical type of way of looking at things. You know, I think God always wants us to be able to be givers versus takers. Exactly. Right. Because people, people can smell you from a mile away. If you're, if you're the one, if you're a taker, not a giver. Correct. You know? Um, all right. Well, listen, uh, let's wrap it up, Johnny. Right man. On, this man. is a good conversation. Yeah. And I, I, I had fun talking to you about this. It was kind of nice to get to know you just a little bit better. Well, thank you, man. Um, and uh, let's go ahead and give Johnny uh, a round of applause for this show. And, Johnny, before we uh, close, why don't you tell everybody out there how to get a hold of you, where you're located? And yeah, yeah. Uh, Garza Group right here at 2611 F Street under the umbrella of Infinity Real Estate Services. Uh, we're on the second floor. All my team members are ready and able and excited to serve our clients. Either if you're going to buy or sell a home, uh, 661-932-4251. Very cool. Thank you, Johnny. Appreciate you. Thank you, brother. Yep.